Robots Radio presents... Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on July 24th, 2020, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat as we continue our discussion over the information regarding Titan. This particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the advanced session of the week's exploration. Congratulations to those who have signed up for a deeper dive. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 And this is the indubitable... Indubitably? I don't know if it actually works in that <laughs> sentence or not. Green-eyed music lover. But did you know? But did you know? But did you know? But did you know that Titan <laughs> is not a planet? It is a moon. Green it is a, technically not even a moon. It is a satellite, if we're going to be extra specific. Blue has been teasing me because my tweet... Is it, though? Because uh, I would... Well, episode. I guess it would be considered... Yeah. Yeah, it would mm-hmm. be. Wouldn't it, huh? Uh, yeah. So, and last, but definitely not the least, in the hot seat as guest co-host, we have our good friend, Professional Ted. Ted, how are you doing? Hello. I am doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. We've been laughing it up in between shows, so... <laughs> it's about in chat. I know, it's fun. No, in chat, it's in You know, I'm going to be the Bryn of this episode and if you don't know who Bryn is Bryn is a shoutcaster for Overwatch League and he sh- throws out the most random words and he puts things in there that aren't supposed to be there <laughs> like indubitable indubitable or indubitably <laughs> it is great. this is totally going to be a new emote <laughs> how i don't know we'll have Just... to figure that one out <laughs> fine oh But enough with chatter. I know everyone is looking forward to diving into the discussion, so let's just get right into it. I know we had talked about um, Titan as kind of like this this planet for that had a theme, right? You had mentioned that it had a Mm -hmm. had a theme, and it was not breeding. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) But so if it's not if it's not breeding green, what could possibly be the other theme? Well. (laughs) Let me Chad tell you is a totally story. breeding. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you need to be here in live chat with us. It's it's always a lot of fun with a lot of inside jokes going on. But uh, the overarching theme for Titan when it comes to the enemy races is, except for the Taken, which is a newer development on Titan, is that the Hive are experimenting and the Fallen are scavenging. Yep. The hive are experimenting That's the... with breeding. As well as other things, yes. That is one thing. They're also experimenting with music. They're experimenting with uh, gravitational waves. Yeah, They're you got you to come up with those things. new uh, lyrics for uh, the crystals. viral chant. Mm-hmm. Yes, new baby hive. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> 
So story Just missions. Slide that in there. <laughs> yes, let's go into story missions. The right, hive are so in their the... college phase. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that explains the mess. That also explains why that and they're also in the quarter, like the DS quarters for the lost sector. Like they're taking over all. Anyway, I'm going to go into the story and missions the before we digress even. F- oh my gosh having to pop all the eggs uh-huh. in the first mission which is hope hey segue back i'm gonna ring it right back uh hope is the first mission that we do on titan back during the red war it is after everybody has basically panicked and fled the last city because of the cabal taking over it is where you have zavala being an emo kid mm-hmm. and sloan basically says I got this, let's do this kind of thing. And so you go through and you're working your way towards the Siren's Watch. You have to take out a hive breeding ground, which we spend quite a lot of time in during the patrols because that is where not only fallen servitors show up, but also a hive wizard. So it is a very easy uh, farming area. Beyond that, we go into Riptide, which is the continuation of the story. Real quick for on Red Hope. War. Real quick on Hope. Okay. Um, this go is also it. where the Guardian informs the Vanguard that they have regained their light, which is which is where Correct. the the title of that mission comes from. Because Zavala, mm-hmm. that's why Zavala is like in such a funk, is because um, if everyone remembers in the Red War, this was right after the Traveler had gotten blooped in. It cut yeah. off the light for all the guardians. So this was where we actually sought Zavala out, um, and he was like, "It's not possible." And we we're like, "Nope, we're immortal. We got this." <laughs> so sorry. Yes. Yeah. Riptide. You're good. Riptide is a fairly simple one. It is the mission where you have to go and power scrub the pistons that are in the wave that actually generate the power for mm. the rig and everything else around it so you have to go over and power scrub aka shoot it with a gun until the hive <laughs> gunk come off and then you also take out a wizard at the end pretty simple one straightforward sloan leads that mission i don't even remember if zavala has any voice lines in that one at all i do know that zavala does speak in utopia which is the third mission on titan and in Ut- utopia that is where you get to see the giant sea serpent for the first time in the CPU room with the Ooh. giant glass wall and the sea serpent just floats by ominously. Not floats, swims, supposedly. Maybe he floats. <laughs> I don't know. He's a Leviathan-ish. Leviathan, lowercase, not uppercase. But in Utopia, we steal the CPU to help decrypt Red Legion um in transmissions that they have intercepted to try to figure out about the Almighty. So when we actually get the CPU back to Sloan, they find out about what the Almighty is, and that's how we actually continue the story for the Red War. Fun facts, though, with Utopia. Blue kind of mentioned this a little bit ago about how uh, when you're going through the Arbitorium, I think? Uh, It's either that or the Solarium. Solarium. I can't remember which specific one. But when you're moving through that, you hear the PA system come on, and there are three things that kind of get said there. Um, The location is called the New Pacific Arcology, the bright future of space colonization, and the shadow of Saturn. And then Blue, in the intro episode, had mentioned 34% of Titan citizens hope that the trailer will terraform the ocean moon soon, 
And the last announcement, which I think is kind of neat, yeah. is that there is going to be a lecture on the terraforming of IO. So In. that lecture takes place. Hmm? No, sorry. Yes, the the Cassini Library. So that's a fun little shout out. The Cassini Library is actually a small, I wouldn't say Easter egg, but it is a nod to an actual NASA mission that ended back in 2017 called the Cassini mission. And in this mission, the it was basically like a little satellite type thing like we have. It's, it's a craft, did a lot of research around Saturn itself. And on September 15, 2017, it actually kind of nosedived into the planet to send the last bit of data towards us as it was diving in. So we actually have a little bit of information about it before Saturn basically squishes it because of the gravity and also real quick on that that mission is connected to the jump ship that we talked about because that mission's full name was the cassini hugens mission it was a Mm. collaboration between nasa the esa or the european space agency Mm -hmm. and the italian space agency so it was it was a huge project um that included the titan four rocket and uh, I think it originally launched in like '97. I think was is that does that sound right? Oh, is '97? I don't remember when it first started. Um, but it reached it reached its destination and uh, got into the orbit in 2004. Um, so it was, but it was a huge, nice. huge project between these three big, big groups, and uh, it was named after uh, Cassini because Cassini was the probe, and then Hugens was mm-hmm. the lander. So it was just that's it's a really it's a really cool little bit of information that that we've gathered from that mission. It's been immense amount of information about the about the outer reaches of things. All right, Blue, I'm going to let Ted take the next section because I'm going to give him my favorite mission that takes place (laughs) on Titan. So the other mission that happens is after the events in Forsaken, which is the Ace in the Hole mission, um, which you do when you're doing the Ace of Spades quest, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's towards the end of it, I believe. And it's in the Festering Halls, which is where you drive that, uh, uh, what will be our tank when you after you collect the CPU in, in Utopia and stuff like that. And this is where Cade has hidden his... Uh, goodbyes to whoever kills him. Um, so you find one for Eris, you find one for Tanix the Scarred, who was in E1, you find one for the Drifter, you find one for Petra, the mines behind the Deep Stone Crypt, Hawthorne, just in case, the Hunter Who Kills Me, Zavala, Ikora, and one for our guardians, us. Would you want to actually read through some of these? Because I think that a lot of tiny hints towards, well, not only the future, a slight um, conflict, I guess, in the future for us actually comes from this mission itself. You want uh, the one to us? Uh, The one in particular I'm talking about is actually the one to Petra, because there's a hidden message in this one. Find it. That's number four. Mm-hmm. So the message to Petra reads as follows. Petra, if you're listening to this, you killed me. Maybe the Sovs and all their mysterious wisdom decided they were sick of me? In if the Queen ordered the hit, I guess I understand. You're a real glutton for chivalry. But if it was Aldrin, I'm pissed. 
Just thinking about that peacocks give me, gives me a headache. But I'm betting my death was other was another case of your famous collateral damage. Cause you do you're a real do-gooder. Seriously, it's annoying. But good deeds never go unpunished when you're around. You just you got a blast radius. PV, well, it was fun while it lasted. Oh, and uh tell Paladin Orin if the sun over Nessus escapes Nebula's cycle. Evac labor after dawn under solstice. You got that, PV? So, fun thing about this. This is what Blue loves to call the enchilada entry. (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna let him wheeze it out. Totally, totally accurate (laughs) statement right there. It's on enchilada. I don't know why this is not canonically true. Okay, so fun fact about Petra and Petra's correspondence with a few different people. When Paladin Orin is invoked in a message to Petra, it is often actually a code key phrase that indicates that the message itself is a it's in code which is not hard to figure out it is literally the first letter of every word creates a new phrase and this one in particular if the sun over nessus escapes nebula cycle evac labor after dawn under solstice that is it um it's on encladius encladius enchilada According to Blue, but in, <laughs> it's on a uh, it's on a planet or a moon. Actually, I believe is Enceladus. Isn't it a moon of Jupiter, or is it a moon of? A uh, moon I want to say Saturn. it's a moon of Saturn, but I'm I think it's Saturn, sixth largest moon we of Saturn. To, yes, it's about a tenth the size of Titan. Think that the Deep Stone Crypt was what he was talking about. Never clarified ever but now with that we know that the deep stone cliff crypt is likely on europa not in Cladius. right and the reason there's something yeah the reason why in was kind of a, a a good idea there is that the entire um well most of the entirety of the moon is covered by fresh clean ice um it actually is one of the most reflective bodies in our solar system because it is such mm-hmm. um, so clean. Uh, the ice is so clear. I always called it enchilada. I, <laughs> I always called it enchilada because <laughs> yes, he does. Well, enchilada sounds like salad too. So you no, got that meal, works too. Taco salad. salad. There we go. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, Europa, however, no. is the as a moon of Jupiter, not Saturn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't really anything else in the dialogue for that mission that I thought was super important for the future. Um, Kate is snarky. It's very sad. That's about it. I, the long, slow whisper. I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. I'd forgotten about that one. Where is that one's in the uh, uh, mines, mines from the yeah. Deepstone Crypt? And that one yeah. reads, "This one's for the mines behind the Deepstone Crypt." You think just because you made me, you can unmake me? Hey, I understand. I were you, I wouldn't want people knowing what I did either. Guess you better hope I didn't tell anyone about the crypt. Or about, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Long, slow whisper. Because if I did, that would be real bad for you, huh? I may be dead, but I guarantee you ain't heard the last of me. Do you think long, slow whisper will turn up during uh, next season? I'm hoping so. Well, I don't know if it'll turn up next season. I hope maybe we get a hint of it. 
but I I would ass- I assume that the long slow I mean my kind of theory about the long slow whisper is that's part of the upload process or the Could backup be. process. It's it's a, probably a communication relay, some process between the exos and the deep stone crypt. Ted, do you what do you think about the long slow whisper? I always thought it was it was for their backups and for, just within the deep stone crypt. Yeah, with within the the crypt there, but I always when when hearing that one, my mind focuses on who would be around to get that message. Mm-hmm. And what concerns me more about that is like the thought of there being sleeper cells, <laughs> you know, yeah. um from from Clovis Bray just kind of hanging around still. And that's usually that's usually where my where my mind goes there and not so much I don't I don't think I've thought too much on the actual whisper but that would be really cool if something happened in beyond light since we're getting the the raid there it would be interesting to see if we meet an echo that's not crazy yeah cuz we had that uh the legacy episode where blue and I went through and talked about the echo that was on that base <laughs> that poor, floating that base thing. rather yeah gosh the guy who's basically been driven mad by being reset thousands of times 2400 some odd times i think yeah if he was meant as an exo to be a a guide essentially to help establish the new colonies and outer outside the rim and everything of their solar system it wouldn't it would stand to reason that they would have something specifically there at the Deepstone Crypt to help with that, mm-hmm. manage that. Whether it's an, I don't know if it necessarily would be an EXO, but it could theoretically be a, some sort of EXO. Chad's going crazy saying uh, they want to see Clovis Bray there. It would be not a, crazy. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about like the power to wipe somebody because because the EXO mm-hmm. are are. Uh, as much of people as everybody else is and the fact that you could just erase somebody and either let them start again or use that as a as a punishment and then they Mm -hmm. having no idea what's going on is creepy it's scary it's it's weird i want to know i don't like it if 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 we go to the deep stone crypt if the Deepstone Crypt is a requirement for a certain type of wipe, we in some ways know that it's not because Banshee has been wiped mm-hmm. within not necessarily our life cycle in the game, but at least within the city cycle. Because there's old uh, logins where he's trying to log in right. as an old number. But I don't know. It's It'll be interesting to see how it ties into Exo history, which I'm excited about. Blue, I think we should head to a commercial break and then jump into the adventures before we get too far yes. down this rabbit hole. So, listen to other people from our new radio network, Robots Radio. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. 
Volume 2, coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And now we're back with Green and her creepy voice. <laughs> now, adventure time. Let's go into Adventures Blue. You want to so, take yeah, these guys? Planetary adventures are always fun. Uh, the first one that we get on Titan is called Thief of Thieves. Uh, this one is basically uh, Sloan <laughs> gets really pissed. Um, and it's really funny because... about halfway or actually a little bit into the mission uh zavala actually takes over the mission uh because sloan quote sloan has stepped away for the moment the thing she's shouting would blister (laughs) your ears may i recommend finding that beacon (laughs) so basically fallen have been stealing repair tools from all of sloan's workers that are you know around the area of trying to fix things um, and so you you've basically been tasked with go get the stuff back. So you recover the tools, and then you find a bigger stash of golden age materials that the fallen were planning on using that they had also scavenged. So Sloan and you basically decide, okay, well we're going to steal that. So we become thieves. <laughs> but in the process of stealing it, you put a beacon on it so it could get picked up. Mm-hmm. Well. The beacon gets stolen, and sl- that's when Sloane just loses it, and Zavala <laughs> takes over. And <laughs> so you then start chasing different, like, I think there were different, like, groups of Fallen that you basically end up chasing yeah. down. Um, Marauders. And you get yeah. your beacon back <laughs> to go back and transmit. But it was just the best thing, because you're trying to steal something from the Fallen, and they end up stealing from you. Uh, it's just like this huge <laughs> game of who get hot potato with a beacon mm-hmm. oh my gosh but yeah the the I uh love the this. sloan temper tantrum is the best part mm-hmm. <laughs> Vuru has another really good line from that mission in chat um ghost says this one looks thievier than the <laughs> other one <laughs> like there's some great comedic moments in this in this adventure for sure well, isn't that in their their name too? Are they like fallen thief or something like that? Yeah, I think when that. Yeah, away they're, from you. Yeah, <laughs> that one. <laughs> so that one then. So once you get done with Thief of Thieves, the next one that you uh, basically get is Bad Neighbors, um, and in this one, the fallen are using fuel cells to build an explosive countermeasure to the hive. Um, so basically, you are in this weird position of kind of shooting everyone so that they stop fighting um and the hive have put a resonator on top of the tidal anchor tower so the ghosts and the guardian use the hive disruptor to destroy it um and the hive disruptor is the fuel cell that they had jerry <laughs> Didn't, you didn't yeah. see that there were air quotes around hive disruptor <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ghost actually calls it that. It, Ghost names it, and Sloan is asks what it is, and he basically says, "Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call it a hive disruptor. <laughs> Don't worry, <laughs> we'll take it's care fine. of it." Um, and so then, so once you get the bad neighbors uh, adventure done, that opens up Siren Song. Uh, Siren Song is where you act. This actually is a really fun one too. Um, so what's happened is there is a gravity wave generator that, um, or well, the gravity wave generators are the engines that are giving um, 
the rig the power and the hive have basically started to kind of work to destroy one and so they're trying to destroy it so you've basically been tasked with okay you got to stop them so after finding a few of the generators you locate a large crystal that is air quote singing um and this is also where you get to meet one of the named uh yellow bar knights uh this one is now now thor the crystalline protecting it uh once you defeat him amanda pops up and she wants to steal the crystal for <laughs> research purposes she wants she to try wants to put to it on how it. many things <laughs> she can power she wants with to know it. how many things she can power yeah <laughs> Ships, i believe there was sparrows. a ship and a sparrow mission this this part if has I'm, always unsettled me. Um, there's there's a, I liken it to a scene in the first Men in Black movie <laughs> where Will Smith is training and you see mm-hmm. all these cardboard cutouts of people of the aliens, you know, and oh. he ends up shooting the little girl mm-hmm. and. And they're like, well, why didn't you shoot the aliens? Well, he's sneezing and, and he's just jogging. And then she's got this quantum physics book. Like, what is she doing out in the middle of the night? And whatever. <laughs> and I feel the very same way about Amanda Holiday <laughs> in this mission. What is she doing? Why? There's, there's another voice line. I can't remember if it's this mission or one of the other adventures where Sloan goes, oh, no, if Amanda went rogue, this whole thing would oh, be yeah, infested yeah. with hide yeah. like, so quickly. Oh, uh, it just, yeah, I don't. I think like that was. That she was so eager to be like, yeah, I got that. I think that no, was we'll the one it, where she we'll makes the comment anger. about Amanda. <laughs> she's trying to barter with Amanda to get her to help you. And she's like, no, I got to uh-huh. repair my ships. And she's like, all right, I'll give you first pick. She's like, right. <sighs> fine. <laughs> Amanda's been hanging out with Marcus Wren too much. That's what's been going on. <laughs> that and uh, just... who is it? Enoch is the other one. Oh, gosh. Uh huh. <laughs> That, that entire crew just <laughs> crazy mechanics <laughs> so once you get once you get one. siren song done that that brings you to deathless and deathless is this big is kind of the the final adventure on the planet um and in this one basically there's this knight that is just causing mayhem with sloan's uh working crews and what it turns out to be is this is a hive experiment that has given knights a more permanent shield. And so what you what you start finding out is you actually have to kill this knight three, four times, three times. I can't remember. Um, at least three. At yeah, least three. Before. But in order to destroy it, you also you find out that basically you have to also kill a wizard that is mm-hmm. basically powering this knight up. Um and then so as you are progressing you you kill it like one or, once or twice and then Sloane recognizes it as a ritual she's like oh this must be one of those rituals that you've heard that we've heard about um and so then i th- i think you start going down into the festering halls which is where the strike takes mm-hmm. place um mm-hmm. and you actually you actually go part like, i think it's festering halls that you go into and you have to kill the wizard and then you can finally kill the knight um mm-hmm. this is the uh <clears throat> excuse me um is that where the ogre pops up in the ye- elevator shaft at the end yes yes yeah um i'm trying to remember which one this is carlog the undying that we had mentioned mm-hmm. in the intro session uh so this is and that's the final planetary adventure and this is also where you get the the fun line from amanda like she says, yeah, yeah, they worship death. We serve the light, good versus evil, black hats, white hats. 
really makes you think. <laughs> she's a scary character. <laughs> like, she's somebody She can who... have the crystal, and everybody's okay Right? It. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, very, very just said the last line in the mission from uh, Siren Song is from Amanda. You're a beaut, aren't you? Oh, the test I'm gonna run on you. I wonder how many pistons you can power. Sparrow thrusters, obviously, but... What about warp drives or... Yeah, she's, she's the girl with the quantum physics book. She, you know she reminds me of Kaylee from Firefly. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That or um, Scooter from Borderlands, mm-hmm. that catch-a-ride guy. Yep. Just the crazy mechanic who is just going to make things like jerry-rig them <laughs> until they work. Might not work the first time or the fifth time, but it will work eventually. <laughs> She's only like what Amanda's lost. Uh, was it a leg? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. She's only lost one leg so far. We don't know how so she far. lost it. <laughs> Drifter and Amanda can know. never meet. <laughs> oh my god! Drifter, Amanda, and Marcus Wren. There's a few characters I don't want her to ever get too close to. I think Amanda thinks Drifter's creepy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think, I think she doesn't. She feels uncomfortable around it, but she also thinks Marcus Rins an adorable idiot, I believe, or something <laughs> yeah, along those lines. Right. Okay, so I want to dive into World Quest and a few other major events that have happened on Titan. The World Quest being Enemy of My Enemy, which we kind of brought up in the introduction episode. And Enemy of My Enemy is one of the only missions in game where you get to choose if you like your choice actually has a slight impact on later on in the story. Mm-hmm. At the end, I'm trying to remember everything else going on in that. You basically are finding that the Hive and the Fallen are fighting each other throughout this whole thing. And you are following. Is it a methane I'm reactor? Remember if it's a fuels. Yeah, it's the methane. So it's like the cell. it's a methane reactor that, similar to the crystal that we saw in Siren mm-hmm. Song, it's it's something that they're going to uh, Amanda's going to jerry rig into the um, the uh, what was it the uh, wave energy converters to help power the rig and okay. keep it floating, basically. Okay. So at the end, which is kind of the, I'm trying to remember which weapon we got from titan 2 i can't it it's not clicking in my head and i was trying rat to figure king. out which one it is oh yeah it is rat king thank you mm-hmm. um so at the end of the mission you get a choice to shoot either the knight first or the fallen captain and depending on how you choose i can't remember if you end up just having to kill the hive knight if you kill yes. the captain first yeah. Or, yeah you have to you the knight but, the knight has to be killed but the captain yes. does not. So if you kill the Hive Knight first, the captain bows to you and leaves the thing and just goes. Yep. Just disappears. Also find out later that that is Mithrax, who was basically like, thanks, that was bad. You saved my butt. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. If I remember right, too, he was in a cell that you let out. Mm-hmm. You let him yeah. out. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the really dark area, mm-hmm. in the festering halls area. Yeah, he was in that, and you get locked up in a cell after opening his cell. You're locked in a cell, and you can't actually affect him as he runs away. And he's right. just like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. But that one, you get end up getting Rat King at the end of it. And then the other major events that happened, obviously, we talked about the last days of Kraken Mare. 
Um, that one, if you have not listened to episode 194 or have not read the book, it is essentially a book on the, obviously, the last days of Titan. And in that, you find out what was going on during their emergency and how Rasputin was involved, as well as um, an exo who is not a very nice exo, but also has a connection to a guy here. And it's a very awkward old relationship that it should be like a rom-com gone bad. Do you remember this, Blue? Mm-hmm. Crown Six. Mm-hmm. It's actually like, I actually, but, I really liked that. I, 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 I think that was uh, one of Seth's works, if I remember correctly. It was back in season eight. Um, you can check the the spreadsheet. Yeah, I think I that's us. what I have written. I'm pretty sure I have it on the spreadsheet there. Um, but like, I I really like I liked all the characters that were presented in that book. Um, but I think it was David and Morgan. I want to say was the EXO referred to as Crown Six. Um, but that was their their di- their uh, their relationship was very interesting uh, because mm-hmm. David was the hardcore pacifist and uh, Crown Six was a basically at that point a puppet of Rasputin for for really all intents and purposes. Um, except you find out that she wasn't my like I, it's it was really really well done how like the development of those characters in that in that very short span of work um Mm -hmm. i really if you haven't read it i actually that's that's one of the ones i really do think it shows a lot of light on what was going on as well as some of the tensions that existed between the arcology and clovis bray which i think are also really important the other two things that i would say are probably one of the more startling things that show up on titan is the last part of the last word quest is on Titan with the um, the damnation and the conversation. The conversation being the draw, essentially, where you are having to summon the last word and outshoot the proto hive, mm-hmm. which Blue has fond fond <laughs> memories of <laughs> while doing the show. It's not the only one. I is know. that on Titan? The or other is one that was on also uh, on Titan. Yep. Shore. Yeah, I thought Dan. I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the last word. Oh, yeah. The last word. The one. conversation was on Tangle Shirt. Yeah, but there was one part that was on Titan though. Damnation, I thought was on Titan. Yeah, that's in uh, Greg's area. Yeah, yes. yeah, in the ogre, the ogre ogre area. Yeah, but the convers- the bugged out was- one was in the same place that the uh, strike on. That's right. The down bleh. in the yeah the brood the brood the brood hold yeah in car right. he cheats jerk face. <laughs> No, you just don't aim down. Like you can't aim down sights. You have no. That was the one that bugged down. out on me. That's the one that I had to go. I had to start all the way from the beginning start again. Over. Joyous. That's what you get for doing a, sh- a mission like that. <laughs> that now. wasn't even the worst one that I did during this show. I know. Which brings us to the next one. one. Next, <laughs> which is the Thorn mission. <laughs> Sloan has a few voice lines talking about Dredge and Yor. Did you realize that? Like she actually bypasses security to look up stuff on Dredge mm-hmm. and Yor, which I have n- always wondered why. The only thing that I think it could have to do with is the Thorn mission, which you run Zavathun's song <laughs> with, with so many burns on, and it's Blue did Don't this recommend doing with this without pens. headphones. Um, oh my God. Because you don't have so, radar, and it's yeah. melee. One yeah, hit. Blackout. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And Void Burn. I don't Blue like Blue did... Oh, my gosh. He did this strike <laughs> with pens and... Who was the other uh, fool that had to do it with you? Uh, there was a couple different was people that we got in because it took us a long time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all the thrall. The thrall were the worst part. Like, yep. that was honestly the worst part. Yeah. It absolutely was. And oh my gosh, I was so mad at you for doing that during the show. I don't know how you kept from screaming. <laughs> Slow and steady. I, yeah. Gosh, that was I a, did find, it was a I mess. found, I know you died, I found died the, a lot. Uh, I, I found the hiding hole. That was finally the, oh, <laughs> uh, that, that, that was a. I did not play that strike again for a very long time after I got I done with like that, that one. strike. That's actually one of my favorite strikes. Oh, no, I like I'm it. I'm really yeah. sad that it's going away. I like that strike, but yeah, there was, I mean, it was that probably... That ruins it for a little bit. That, yeah, I, I, as soon as I would load in on the Vanguard strikes, that was the one that was one of the few times that I'm like, nah, nah, I'm gonna <laughs> just go back to orbit real quick. and I've been here enough. The... Which one is the fallen Nessus? That's the one that I'm like, oh, I want to do this one. Exodus down. The, uh, the shadow fallen? thief. Oh yeah, yeah. No. The sh- I think yeah. it's Exodus the shadow crash. thief. I don't like that one. Mm, it's so that one I dislike quite a bit. That one I'll do it. That one I've it's just gotten really good at running to do. fast. It's just annoying. Risk runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah. That's a risk runner one. It makes it go real fast. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Uh, the last thing, besides Zavathun's song in general as the basic strike, which everyone has run to death, um, this Zavathun song is the first inst- instance that we see a shrieker that is tied directly to Zavathun, and that will actually transition us nicely to the contact event, mm-hmm. what's going on now, although as of the date that we were recording it, the contact event is back on Io, not Titan at the moment, but there are marionettes on Titan currently, which mm-hmm. is a lot of fun. I actually, what do you think of this section, Ted? This is one of the things that you were kind of excited about, Taken being on Titan. Yeah. So I think, number one, when you first see the big ol' shrieker, the eyeball at the end, mm-hmm. that was so cool. And then... I remember when I first saw, um, you know, Savathun's name in the strike and mm. being like, uh-oh, <laughs> what's going on here? And for that to finally come full circle and for us to see that there are plans and we have even more literal eyeballs watching us on Titan. Mm-hmm. So fun. So fun. I smiled, even though they're creepy and they're following you even <laughs> wherever you wherever you go. Um but seeing seeing the taken come back and actually have a purpose with them makes me really excited for the future. I don't know if this thread is going to be completed once beyond light Mm -hmm. comes out i feel like it's going to go beyond even further and probably won't have a whole lot of real meat to it until we get closer to uh the witch queen dlc but it's definitely something to keep your eye on so i want to bring up a spin foil that i've heard mutterings of it relates to Zavathun, which relates to Titan, at least initially. Obviously, Zavathun has just kind of been everywhere at this point. But 
The eyes themselves, the ones that you have to pop. Blue, do you know where I'm going with this one? Mm -mm. Do you know what asset they're using? The eyes from the nine lady, the emissary. Oh, from this mm -hmm. one. It's the same. It's, Supposedly. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's the same. Supposedly. Right. Yeah. It's the same asset look as the emissary of the nine. So the theory that I've seen out there is that Zavathun has infiltrated that and that's why um Oren is it it is Oren, right? Like I'm not making that name up. I'm the emissary. Yeah, that's Oren. Mm -hmm. she, she's that's part of the reason why she's trying to leave well, she, everything uh, is that she's been kind of seduced by Zavathun. Uh, that's a th it's just a it's a spin foil obviously it's not got any weight in my mind. But that's just one of the mutterings I've heard on the interwebs. I mean, eh, I don't know. Like, I I can see the the path there. I just disagree. But um, real quick, I did. Uh, Viru also reminded me uh, the back on Siren Song that actually was another of the missions similar to World Quest that actually is connected to something that happens later. Um, you mm -hmm. actually get armor from amanda called songbreaker uh and the flavor text of that armor says they're powered by that hive rock you got me sloan gave me permission once i explained the volt voltmeter readings from amanda holiday so there's hmm. there's actually a connection uh with the giant crystal that we send to amanda she actually does actually craft us something out of it Mm. And that's nice of her. She used a piece of it because to spy on us. Yeah, I know it's really nice of her. <laughs> Amanda is not. You Zavathun. just you just thought Eva was, but you know, Granny with the Granny with Eva the machine was. gun has nothing <laughs> on this book. This, I'm going to talk about this. The new cookbook for those of you who are not on live stream. The Destiny has a cookbook. It is written by Eva Levante. There are some really questionable things that Eva knows in this cookbook. Tiny bits of lore, stuff between pages of wonderful drinks and foods. And <laughs> We're going to have to Rain. test it all out. I mean, that's that's what any good lore researcher would do, right? Is make sure that all those recipes work. Julie, there you go. She's all for it. Like, we are planning on Julia Childing this book <laughs> like going page by page and recreating the recipes and i am so excited because she wants to kind of sort of learn about lore basically she's allowing me to talk lore at her while she's cooking the <laughs> recipes yeah yeah it's so i'm chicken. gonna be visiting green for the next <laughs> <laughs> there's a marshmallow recipe like how that's kind of cool right that's pretty cool it's it's super simple, too. Like, there's some really cool things in here that I'm excited to try that I've never had before. And there's some, like, staples, too, like coleslaws in here, fried chicken, chicken fried steak. Like, the section with Amanda Holiday is all about comfort. Southern comfort. Yeah, I was about to say comfort food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's been... It's, it's going to be a fun one to dive into. Titan, final thoughts on Titan and, like, how much lore is actually packed into this tiny moon that everyone's like, there's nothing there to do. There's a lot, lot of stuff going on there. Mm -hmm. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I actually, Dancing Vuru just said this too, and I was going to bring this up too. There is a lot of really interesting parallels, uh, 
whether they're coincidental or not, there's a lot of different parallels that go on with Titan and with what we know about the fundament from the Books of Sorrow. Um, yes. There's there's mm-hmm. yeah. very similar events. There's very similar discussion on gravitational differences. There's similar uh, ecologies, basically. Uh, it's it's very interesting. Uh, I we don't have enough information to say, yeah, Titan is the fundament, or you know, the or it's not. Um, there are a lot of things that would make make sense. There's some things that wouldn't make sense. You know, there's on both sides, but it it definitely mm-hmm. it definitely has some connections at least in the vocabulary that is used um now out of character knowledge you know kind of pulling back from the fourth wall there a little bit it could also be that the authors were the same seth wrote the book of sorrows and also the um the last days so it could you could argue that it could just be you know that's his vocabulary that he's biased towards um i I don't think that's the case, but I could see Seth someone making I could see cognizant. someone making that comment. But right. be true, but he's so cognizant on what correct, he's and that's using. and that's what I was about to say is between his his very very strong awareness of what he's writing and the fact that again it's not just a single person it's a team. Um, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of a lot of the connections I do really think. If it was just one or two, I would think those would be an accident. The fact that we have several makes me think that it is a little intentional. Now, with as many as we have, I also am kind of nervous saying that it is a connection <laughs> because it's like it's like, eh. but I do I do want to call out that there is quite a bit of theories about the connection between Titan and the fundament. Um, mm-hmm. That also being said, um, I think Titan. And I think you guys have mentioned this a couple times. I think Titan, as well as the other planets that are, quote, being sunset, are, I really don't think we're going to see them destroyed. I think that, if anything, we're going to evacuate them, but I don't think mm-hmm. that we're going to see any of these planets being destroyed. I think that they're going to, I think they're going to remain as potential environments for the future. Yeah. But they're going away. They're going like, away. We're they're, not going to be there. Correct. We're evacuating. We're re- we're evacuating yeah. from them. But that evacuation. Right. I'm curious. Evacuation is not the same as destruction. Is what I guess sure. my point is. I'm curious if they're going to pull something in relation to Asher Mir's card in Duress and Egress, where you know how he shoots the rocket at him, which we're going to do an episode on this at some point. I promise, guys. I've I've just been recording it in the background, and in that Ashermere shoots a, a oh, laser beam and a rocket. The, yeah, at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And the fact that the rocket essentially disappears—it's there, it's physically there, and it's just invisible and deactivated in some yeah, ways. They, like it's just they they sidestepped it or something into. I think they mm-hmm. they transpose. I can't remember how he described it, but I remember it's that. stuck in the shield essentially. Yeah. Is like the imagery that I got is that it's there next to the pyramid, but it's it's like it went into another time frame, but it's stuck in that spot. Mm. Um, Viru also wants me to point out that on the fundament, Savathun was the first who was influenced by the worm, and the brood on Titan is called out as being um, right. first or being related to Savathun as well. Yeah, I. I agree with you, Blue. I don't think that 
Titan or any of the planets are going to be destroyed. I think they might be occupied until further notice, and we're not going to have any business there um, until the Witch Queen comes out, because when we look at all the planets that we have, the only one right now... There's two right now that have a very high focus to them, and that being Titan and the Moon. I don't think we're going to go back to the Moon for a third time to take a look at more Hive activity. To me, it would make more sense... That when we come back to Titan, once the Witch Queen is kind of getting closer, that it's going to be even worse than what it is now. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's where a bulk of the story for the Witch Queen happens. Just because that's their territory. Unless they're going to come out with um, a completely new zone like the Dreadnought or or whatever. Right. For, well, and for we Sabathun. could see a return to the Dreadnought, too. <clears throat> Because, yeah, I mean, technically could. the Dreadnought's yeah. still there. Yeah, that's true. And you can see it from there, too. Um, the only question I have with the moon is I want to see that pyramid wake up and decide to leave. That would be that would be cool. And then the moon that would be all right, broken up you again. Right, could, because you could argue then a completely different environment but still have it on the like you could you could do basically two birds with one stone, right? You can introduce an entirely right. new area but still have it, quote, the moon. Right. Yeah, and that's Dan Veru saying kind of the same thing with Titan. You could do title changes on Titan, right. you know, and you, you can change these whole spaces, and and that's what that's why I kind of been thinking. I'm like, I don't think we're going to see like Planet Buster, you know, happening. Yeah, I think they're gonna look completely different. They're not gonna pull a Death Star on us, but um, I mean, we don't know though. No, we don't. We, we, we don't. I just I see. I can I can see like I'm just I'm just speaking from like the the feeling that i get from like the thematic ch- uh mm-hmm. steps that they've taken like sure yeah i mean we could destroy it but the thing is is the repercussions that you would have to deal with because for all for all their small differences that they keep that they make with like you know the the titan being an ocean world or whatever they really do actually mm-hmm. try to also keep somewhat within re- the realms of reality as far as right. like space. If you destroy an entire planet or even a moon, like that has significant repercussions within the solar system um, that I don't like unless they're going to go fully down, you know, the space fantasy route and just be like, OK, we're going to take sure. away, you know, we're going to step away from reality and go full space magic moment. Um which they kind of did with the dreaming city, but I, I just, mm. I don't know. Like I see, I see them more likely also keeping them in their back pocket because they've made right. comments about sunsetting, uh, being put into the vault that can also be then brought back out. Right. Oh yeah. And I don't think destroying the planets would sit well with the community unless they were assured to come back afterwards and that's what the vault one, is kind of built for from only one planet i can think of that the community would be like good riddance mercury mercury <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> and the only reason i would say that that's probably not going to happen is because of the story infinite connections forest. that are tied to mercury mm-hmm. the infinite forest and the sundial mainly personally mm-hmm. until this season i would have said io because really yeah i've never 
I've not been as interested in IO because I was more interested in Venus than I was in IO. And I think That's they're fair. very, very similar. And now that we can go into the uh I'm blanking on the name, but the where the, the tree is and where uh the maze was where the, the traveler cradle. the cradle, yeah. Now mm-hmm. that we can go into the cradle, I found it a lot more interesting. But just like visually, I, I don't think it was as uh, compelling as Venus was me. I would have rather. Oh, I, I can agree with that. Like Venus had a very distinct aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And there's, they're very similar except for IO doesn't have the, the buildings. And, well, that, and, and it, IO doesn't the, have like the color. Plants? Yeah. The, the color. No. Uh, it's just yellow. Swath. Yeah. Also, there is still a mystery on IO. <laughs> Blue brought it up. <laughs> Where does the subway go? <laughs> I'm just, I'm here to remind people of the important questions that we have. I, I hate that stupid subway. It makes no sense. Is that from the, the map? Yeah, it's... It's from, from the, the Rasputin. The it's when we did the season where we were doing the bunkers. Because when you go down in the bunker in it's Io, there's a subway, just, oh, subway yeah. there randomly next to the Pyramidian. There's You're no, right. There's there's nothing else there. I, there's nothing there. She got the so, she got so the mad. The mad. It doesn't make sense. That is funny. I honestly oh, didn't even God. consider that when sparrowing through there. Like I just wanted to get to I was to the on, bunker. I think and get that it was one of the with. few times we were on cops while we were playing. And she's like, "What is it?" I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So, Whoops, that's so an angry. asset from the EDZ. Yeah, I don't. Oh my gosh, I was so bad. I don't know if it was from the EDZ or if they used an asset from D one with the. Subway system right. on what what planet was Mars. it on? Because there was a map. Freehold was it? it may have been. Freehold had it. Mars it would have been Wait, Mars, for, wouldn't it? What sorry. Which which there was a PvP map that had I thought uh, that was subways. I don't remember which map it, it was. was with but there Rise was Rise of Iron. Oh, in D one, there were a couple different ones with subways. There was Venus. Mm-hmm. Venus had different uh, metro systems because they, it's, that's how they right. got from the uh, Ishtar Academy to the uh, Clovis Bray facilities. There was a there was a uh, connection there. But then Freehold also had on the patrol mission. You could um, when you spawned into Mars, if you went down through the building and out. Oh yeah, there was yep. the and go through those buildings. There uh-huh. was a giant. That's where all the Minotaurs hung out. I, I, the only reason I know that is because that's where I'd always go to get those bounties done. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was a PvP map on Mars that also took place around a subway. Because that had the, the scrawling yeah. text that everybody thought was a, a new yes, yes, piece yeah, of yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 but yeah. it was just an emblem. And then, yeah, the back door to the Black Garden, thanks Black Flag, was also in the underground subway in Freehold. That was how we. Oh, right. There was like four or five vex that. gates. Yeah. yeah. That was a that was a fun debate to be like. How is there a back door <laughs> to the garden? Uh yes. And then there was the Mars map that was on top of the Clovis Bray Clovis, eh, Clovis yep. Bray skyscraper. Yeah, with which, the rotating thing. In yeah, and that was that was kind of the that was what I thought of when we read the. Um, constellations book 
when it talked about the mm-hmm. speaker or the first speaker being above freehold on the top of freehold. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, I I don't have anything else for this one. Do you, do you want to wrap this one up for the advanced episode? I think so. Um, so we'll we don't have any dispatches. Uh, we kind of Green mentioned on the intro session her project with the audio file that will be hopefully getting here, getting out soon. Um, and then also next week or not next week, next week we are taking off. And then the following week, uh, pins is going to join us to kind of talk a bit about what we saw with halo infinite and just in general, halo lore. I'm going to probably, we'll probably talk a little bit about what is, what has happened that seems to be leading up to infinite from what, what we know so far. Cause I know that, but that's a question I've seen quite a few places. Um, but other than that, uh, really shout outs uh ted do you have any shout outs for, for this this episode no i do not all right green what about you my shout out goes to the teachers that are currently in limbo as well as all the parents currently <laughs> Yo-yoing. In limbo. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh i'm actually speaking with an old friend of mine at the moment he's an art teacher in wichita kansas and he's oh. telling me that they still have no clue yeah, Wichita's what been, they're doing. Yeah, it's, they've been going back and forth a lot too. They've also had a huge series of outbreaks recently. Yeah. So, and that scares me because I have family there. I have my little sister is working in a hospital doing clinicals right now there. So, Ooh. I'm Ooh. a little I've I've been on edge with that one. But yeah, shout out to those guys. Uh, stay strong. We have your support. You have our support. It's just. We're, we got to, yeah, it's, it's bleak. It's not fun, but be kind to your teachers, be kind to your community members who are teachers within your community, whether it is a teacher at a school district or a teacher teaching pottery class somewhere else, like anybody who is in the field of teaching right now, it's a incredibly difficult time for them because no one has been trained to deal with this Mm -hmm. this is them learning it as they go as well so be very patient i was about to say yeah that's that's the other thing is not only be kind but also be patient because they are being absolutely slammed with an overabundance of information that is changing on a daily basis Mm -hmm. um not only for like the recommendations from like health centers and stuff like that, but also requirements for how, and I mean, the thing is, is with teachers, especially it's like, you know, we're seeing enough difficulty with our own, our own selves being sure to wash our hands, you know, every time they're going to be, they're going to be responsible for kids, you know, and that's going to be like 20 Mm -hmm. to 30 kids. They're going to have to make sure that all of them are doing, you know, all the sanitation procedures and all it's, it's just, be kind, be patient. And that goes mm-hmm. for everyone who is an essential worker who who's just in general, like if there's people out there, just be aware of that and be patient. Everyone's going through battles that, you know, you don't know about. And that's one of the important things to remember. But um, other than that, I just, you know, as always want to thank you for your time and until next time, remember with the wisdom we conquer, stand strong, stand tall and keep exploring. 
With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire, and may your light shine bright. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.